Welcome back to BuilderCast, celebrating women in construction in 2022. This is part two of our series. Last week, you were introduced to Catherine Poplin, pre-construction manager with Mashburn, Liliana Paez, field engineer with Blythe Construction, and Jamaica Miller, apprentice electrician with W.B. Moore. These fantastic women are working on the job site and told us about the work they're doing, the different paths they took to get where they are, and how great it is working in the field in construction. Among the benefits of this career, they talked about continuous learning, some challenges they face, and what's so great is that they have nothing but opportunity ahead of them. I believe we left off around a bathroom discussion. So if you haven't listened to part one, you'll want to give that a listen. And we'll pick up from there for part two. Enjoy. Um, so moving from that to, <laughs> to um, just, you know, women working in this industry and despite some of the barriers and obstacles that we've talked about, the restaurant, um, women are still continuing to um, join this field. And it's great because... Um, you know, 10 years ago, it would have been very, very rare to see many women. How many, so Jamaica, you're on a job site mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Yes, ma'am. How many women do you see on a job site? Yikes. I mean, a, a percentage, <laughs> is it 5%? Is it? I would know? say the, so there's a, um, a woman that I work with on my team. And so that's nice having someone like right there by me, like, yay, mm-hmm. close. Uh, I think other than that, I'd actually see a lot more than, I think maybe the last year that I was working out in the field, a lot of them um, do when it comes to like the drywall and things like that. And so it's nice when I walk on a job site and I see like a woman in the corner up on a lift. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say a percentage. The ratio is still pretty small. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe like one out of every 15 would be okay. a woman. Um, but it's still a lot better than one out of, I'm never going to see one on a site. So Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And what about you, Catherine? Um, it's same kind of similar situation. I think, you know, you're probably 5% or a little bit under okay. that. Yeah. Um, some of our job, job sites are smaller. You do tend to see them on certain trades more than others. Your drywall, your painting, you'll see them more frequently. Mm-hmm. I love that you're getting into the electrical field. That's amazing. Thanks. Um, so I think hopefully women will just start to graduate and, you know, go towards those MEP trades because mm-hmm. really we can do anything. It just you've got to have the drive for it. Right. So, Liliana, how about you? Well, right now I'm in the heavy construction side. So out of 100 people out there, two of them are ladies working on the heavy construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's a big gap, mm-hmm. and it's not that you're as a woman you're not able to do it. It's just it's just hard work. So. So we do know we still have a, a male-dominated industry, um, and I guess you know one of the things I would like to highlight and hear your comments on is, um, you know, what are some opportunities in the field, working in the field in construction, that we need to be talking about more with with young women. We we know that I think the pay is pretty good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think according to statistics that that we have, it's pretty equitable with with men. It's one of the few industries where it is, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but what are maybe some other opportunities um, that 
that we could share with other young women to, you know, uh, pique their interest in construction? So maybe some of the benefits that you're getting from your career um, that you can tell us about that other young women might need to hear about. So I'll start with you, Liliana. Oh, well, if the best thing you can get out of this career is just uh, apart from, you know, good salaries or good hourly rates, uh, you get your health insurance, mm-hmm. you get your 401k, all the benefits, um, and then you get a lot of knowledge. So I would say you don't have to be big or strong physically to be out there working. You can learn how to use heavy equipment. You can learn how to drive. I've seen a lot. I love this. I've seen a lot of women driving huge trucks, Mm -hmm. dump trucks. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. You can see them moving the stick inside the truck. (laughs) It's it's amazing. Um, And then there's a lot of things you can do out there that bring this benefit um, of knowledge. And, you know, I, I think uh yeah mm-hmm. knowledge yeah I, I that's my a lot of hands-on knowledge yes. yeah. and, and problem solving figuring it out yes yeah. Catherine about you I think the biggest thing for me is um giving me the confidence to take on home projects and you know things that maybe people would typically go ask their husband to do or their partner that you know someone that's more comfortable doing with it i'm going to try it myself first if i can't figure it out then i'll ask for help then um, especially you know when requires some heavy lifting but i don't take anything um off the list of something that i can figure out for myself so so do you have a home project right now that (laughs) that you're working on or or something that you've done? Because I'm thinking to myself, what is something that I could do with the house? (laughs) Well, we we bought an older home, so we've renovated about half of it. We still have half to do. We're we're taking a break while the materials are so high. Yeah. Um, But I've um, I've made a table. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a sofa table and I just enjoy some of the, the woodworking items. Mm-hmm. So nice. And you have, I guess, all the tools and equipment there to, we've got to the majority that. of them. Uh-huh. So I don't, I mean, I don't have by any means a, a, a workshop, but, right. um, sanding tools and things like that. So, okay. That's yeah. good. That's good. And so Jamaica, like you're going to be an electrician, which is something that I would really need around my house. So. <laughs> So what are some benefits of the career path that you've chosen? Well, if I could tell a story like Catherine, I, it was really funny. So this past winter in Charlotte was a little abnormal. We had a lot of snow, which we don't usually get actual snow. Yeah. Uh, and it was really cold. So for whatever reason, our heat at home was not working. And so my mom puts in like a maintenance request and the guy's like, okay, well, what I'm going to have to charge you for me to come out there. But also it's going to be a three week wait. Oh. She's like, um... No. <laughs> so I put on my work boots and I grabbed a pair of gloves and I go up into the attic and I'm expecting to find like an actual electrical issue because um, the thermostat was saying that there was an issue with the, the transformer, the, the change of power. And so I'm looking around and there's a switch on the wall that says heat and we just flip the switch and the heat comes on. <laughs> but you know, if I didn't have the courage to go up there, yeah. we would have waited three weeks for right. a guy to come out, go up, stop on the stairs and flip a switch. And yeah. so that that's one thing that I think the trade has taught me is just the courage to go be adventurous 
Um, if you know that's just something that in, I think in high school there's not really we don't have a class on you know developing courage to try new things and career exploration. So um, that's what probably one of the biggest changes I've seen in myself mm-hmm. is just being fearless enough to say, okay, well I know enough about this topic to at least go investigate that we were not caught off guard. And in this case, it actually worked out. We just flipped a switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and that sometimes that's all it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, that's all it is. <laughs> so I've heard knowledge. I've heard confidence, confidence again, Um, and I guess really just, um, you know, confidence that you have a skill, like, you know, and sometimes it's just a basic skill, Yeah. Um, and, um, but that's something that you can turn into a career. Mm -hmm. So do you think, you know, more women should be, maybe it's not about attracting them to construction, maybe it's about, you need to learn skills so you can take care of yourself. I mean, to me, it's if you've got the drive, you can do anything. And there's nothing in this industry that anyone's going to stop you from doing. You can take whatever path you want. You can make a new path. And um, they want so many people in this industry right now that the sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. And you just have to say, okay, this is what I want to do. Or, hey, if you don't have this, have you ever thought about this opportunity? Mm-hmm. You know, why can't we do it this way? Um, so I think everyone should give it a shot and just see if they like it. See, yeah. right. What about high school? Did any of you get any kind of introduction? I think you you mm-hmm. did for sure, Jalika, yes. but Catherine, no. No, we didn't have any classes like that at all. I think we had, you know, home ec, but I didn't even do that. Right. I think I took home ec. I wasn't very good at it. Uh, Liliana, how about you? Nope. Anything in high school? Nope, nothing. Nothing that would show me what my career was going to be like. Do you think they should teach young women in high school yes. at least how to do, Yes. you know, show some them. Type, type of skill? Yeah. Um, if nothing else, just learn where to start? Yes. I, I think that would be really beneficial. And when I started taking classes my junior year of high school, starting like my senior year since, you know, the, the couple of years after since I've done, well, not forever, but um, of schooling since then, I've been the only female in my class. And so mm-hmm. I'm realizing that the educational side is kind of lacking too. But since I've, you know, went back to the program to speak, I've seen a lot more girls join. And so I'm excited to see, I think a lot of them, like, and we look around the world we live in today, the amount of like DUI projects you can do mm-hmm. or, you know, entrepreneurs we have that started during the pandemic. I think they're starting to realize this stuff isn't as scary. Um, we just gotta go try it. So I, I, that's why I look. That's what I'm holding on to to see the increase in women. It's the fact that we're realizing it's it's not that bad, as Lilian was saying. Mm-hmm. And at least in high school, you've got you know instructors there that that are going to teach you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, that that is something really to think about. How do we increase the, um, I guess the career awareness. Yeah. Of skills. Mm-hmm. You know, some kind of skills training in high school for they need young a, ladies. Adulting one oh one where yes. they teach you basic <laughs> life skills, yep. not crazy psych and uh physics and things right. that yes, in some careers you'll use it, but in ninety right. percent <laughs> of the, the careers you don't use that information yeah. anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And should that start in middle school or high school or maybe Uh, yeah i think it should go from middle school going up um you have a lot to learn when uh, like you could start just hands-on and then get make it more complicated Mm -hmm. but then yeah middle school because your brain's still 
absorbing all this information when you're mm-hmm. in middle school yeah I, and you're also is you know you focus easily when you're in high school it's a little bit difficult to focus on that's right. true right. yeah a lot of big life distractions yep. come around in high school and for me i went to a steam middle school so it's focused on like science technology um engineering i yeah. think mm-hmm. art and, and math and so i think if we had a lot more of those resources um you know available to middle schoolers they could do a lot more career exploration and that would you know open up the field to construction right. I think they do need more of that. Um, what? So I've got all three of you here now. Would you be willing to go out into a high school and talk to yes kids about yeah, careers in construction? Not think, just women, but just I think we're signed up for the contractors in the classroom in yes. May. So good, we'll be doing that. And then I think there's another week in it's the, in, the, in fall. the fall. So mm-hmm. I think that's a great opportunity for companies. Um, throughout the industry to to get on board with that and go pick a school and uh, y'all can help them get set up and it's yeah. very easy just to go mm-hmm. in there and speak for to them for a little while right mm-hmm. yeah I, and we do hope that's going to be successful because what we do find is that sometimes it's just no awareness yeah um, sometimes the the programs aren't in the high schools um, and so if there's more awareness then there might be more of an opportunity for for you to ask for more programs mm-hmm. in high schools. But if you don't know, you know, you really yep. can't ask. Um, all right, so we have come to our last official question, although some other conversation may come from this. Um, so construction, Liliana, you've said is very hard. Um, it's hard work mm-hmm. and, and we acknowledge that. And it has challenges. Um, it has also a lot of opportunities. We talked about, you know, skills and knowledge and confidence um, to do something maybe you never thought you'd do before. Um, but was there ever a time when you felt, um, I don't want to say challenged necessarily, but you felt like that there was an obstacle in your way or there was any kind of bias, bias against you because you're a woman? biased against you maybe because you are a person of color mm-hmm. in Jamaica's case. Um, anything, you know, uh, where you felt that made you feel uncomfortable, an uncomfortable situation. Um, and Jamaica, I'll start with you. Yeah, there's, I would say there's, there's not a lot, but there are a couple times I could think of a situation like that. And with the commercial work that my company does, we do a lot of um, upfits, a lot of skyscrapers in, in uptown Charlotte. And so there was one job where, um, you know, the, the deadline, they were just pushing it. And we, we really needed this work done. And so as an apprentice, like I said, there's a lot for me to learn. Um, my direct mentor, he was doing more of sort of like administrative side. So I was working with more teams than I was, you know, who under him directly. And there was, you know, when it came to the pipe bending, um, just, you know, how we would run the wire in between each uh, outlet, we needed a piece of pipe. So, of course, it's not just like you, you know, just pin it back. You need a, like a tool. And it's kind of awkward for someone that's like 5'3 and uh, over, barely under over pounds. Um, and so I'm, I'm doing my best, you know, to, to really get this, this piece of pipe bent. And I guess I was just taking too long. And so, you know, I had a team member say, listen, 
I understand that you're trying to learn, but like we really need this done. So I'm going to finish this and we'll find another time for you to learn how to do this pipetting. And he was, you know, kind of sweet about it, but it really crushed me because I'm like, am I even an asset to this team? You know, if I can't, you know, keep up and, and things like that. So I went back on my ladder and I'm just like looking at the business pipe and I'm like, yo, this is really getting to me. <laughs> and so um, I guess how I overcame the challenge was, you know, lunchtime came and I really wanted to like go hide in the corner, but I stayed on site and I found me some scrap pieces of pipe. And found me pipe bend and I just started bending it, you know, until I felt comfortable enough to not necessarily be effective. Because, I mean, this is only my, you know, I've only been a couple of days out here, so I'm not going to be the best pipe bender. But at least be comfortable enough to, to face it and not feel like I'm holding someone up. Um, and that that was like that kind of stuck with me because I was like, mm -hmm. well, this is how I feel. But if I let this emotion take over me, I'm never going to grow. Right. So I just had to, to face the anxiety I had with the confidence that just mm -hmm. just try it. And that's I kind of take that approach mm -hmm. to a lot of things. If there's a lot of technical terms I'm hearing that's kind of going over my head, I'll place that anxiety with confidence. I'll go home and you know pull out a textbook or something, try to make it make sense. Right. Right. Yeah. Good. You took a lot of initiative there. Yeah. Tried. Yeah. Tried. <laughs> I tried. So, Liliana, um, how about you? Well, I would say it's a little bit upsetting. Um, well, I'm on the project management side, mm -hmm. right? And it's a little bit upsetting to see that all management, higher management, you don't really see women in there. And I believe that's changing slowly, but it's hard. So, because when you try to get up there, you get a little bit of rejection because either you're women, woman, or young, mm -hmm. um, and you don't know what you're doing. And that's really upsetting. Mm -hmm. I don't have a specific example of something that happened because it's more like a everyday small things mm -hmm. that build up and show you the reality of we still have that barrier of, of men should be in charge mm. um and then i do i did have this issue and, and it's been getting better but you know asking questions you need to learn who to ask them because not everybody <laughs> not everybody's going to be ready to give you the right answer right that, because they don't want to or because they feel threatened uh, yeah to give you that knowledge yeah, you need more more women role models. Yes. But just good role models. Right. 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 Somebody that wants to see you grow mm -hmm. and see you. Would that ever discourage you and cause you to, to No, leave? actually that yeah. makes me want to write harder. Like, yes, yes, because it's not fair. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. But for some people, it could be very discouraging. Yes, right? I mm -hmm. agree. Don't don't let it be discouraging because after you pass that line, it's all going to be better. Right. You learn how to move. You learn. It's like what Catherine said. Um, it's a lot of psychology. Mm -hmm. It is. That's right. Find the right person that's going to give you yep. the right answer. <laughs> right. So, Catherine, how about you? Anything that you have encountered and you know, bias, uncomfortable situation, um, anything like that on the job side? Yeah, I've had some subcontractors, you know, certain people that just, you could tell they didn't want to work for a female. And so tried, you know, being nice, tried being firm, could not figure this guy out. And finally I sent him a contractual notice and he changed his tune pretty quick. So <laughs> yeah. just figure out what works and, mm -hmm. um, 
it's all about experience and until you get over that fear factor of what am I going to mess up? Am I going to do something wrong? If you, you can't wait too long right. in construction, it's so fast paced. So you can't sit there and, and overthink something. Yeah. You might as well try it. If it doesn't work, try something else mm-hmm. and then try something else if that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you really lean on your, your mentors as well as after you get to a certain point that you've, you've given all your effort, then you go to someone and say, Hey, okay, I've tried everything I know right. how to do. What else do you recommend? Mm-hmm. So do you all have a mentor like what Catherine was describing? Like somebody that, you know, you can turn to this maybe in a higher role than you could be your boss. Everybody has somebody. Yes, yeah. I do. I have my superintendent. He's amazing. Okay. Uh, every question I have, he'll answer it. Honestly, he mm-hmm. doesn't have any issues with me being a woman or being young or anything. He actually agrees with, you know, I have knowledge, you have knowledge. We both learn from mm-hmm. each other. Yes. And that was another thing I was going to ask all of you because we were focusing on women, but you're also very young um, in this field. And um, we will have a lot of folks retiring, already having yeah. a lot of folks retiring in construction. As a matter of fact, there was a meeting I was in last week. It was our foundation, uh, Carolina's AGC Foundation meeting. And the biggest challenge now is workforce. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a piece of that is that there are so many people retiring yeah. uh, from the construction industry right now. And so how do you think others on the job that are older than you feel about you as a millennial? You're younger. Um, what do you, do you encounter any kind of pushback because you're young and, oh, you know, you don't know what you're talking about or... Yeah. Maybe you think you know everything and they think you don't. Um, any kind of reaction on that, Jamaica? Because yeah, I think you might be the youngest one in the room here. Right? Yeah, I'm not quite a millennial either. Okay. So do we have do we have two millennials, Catherine yes. and, and Liliana? Yes. Okay. Um, I think it's kind of a, a mix. We have some who are, you know, kind hearted who realize that this trade is going to suffer if we don't fill in the void workforce wise. And so they're they're willing and eager and happy to see young people in the trade. And then you have some other ones that are just grumpy and need to retire. And <laughs> um, and that's okay. Cause you know, right. they, they get the job done. And even if they move a little slower, it's, there's some of those people that you can watch and learn, yeah. you know, they may not have the personality to teach, but there are a couple guys still left that, that can. And so um, I say it would probably be a balance of mm-hmm. such, but for me, I get a lot of the, the nicer guys out in the trade. Cause they, they realize Good. that, you know, these young people are really going to be the future of the industry. Absolutely. Liliana, what about you? Pushback well, on your age? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you're young. You don't know what you're doing yet. It's not that you're not, you won't learn, but you, you don't know yet. Yeah. So there are some people that are, that like to mentor others. They think it's a waste of time and I got to get my job done. Mm. I try to get together with the ones that are going to teach me. Yeah. The other ones I'll just work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, definitely. I remember we were at a CAGC conference a couple months ago, and I asked, you know, we were talking about this age gap and everything, and I remember I asked, should we young people be scared of giving our opinion or asking questions? Um, and then the answer was no. We are here to teach you. We are here to help you grow. So I think that's mostly what you get mm-hmm. but still you have that again it's a barrier which is it's normal 
it, it will be there even if it's not in construction you have it everywhere oh i'm sure you have it in other industries yes. too mm -hmm. for sure um catherine i'm probably the the oldest in the group but um i think you know as a young person i always looked to the supervisors that i knew i could trust and learn from yeah. um and i've always you know I look at every supervisor I've ever had and try to mesh all the good things together. And that's kind of what I've tried to emulate. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've had too much of an age issue. Okay. Um, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So we've covered a lot of ground. Um, and hopefully our, our listeners will, will get from this that there are a lot of opportunities in construction for women, um, opportunities to gain a lot of knowledge. Uh, to grow your confidence, to learn some really important skills um, that can lead to an outstanding career. Um, career paths, are you, what are you thinking about for career paths? I mean, you're, you are where you are now, but I don't know, five, 10 years from now, Catherine, what do you think? Um, I, I mean, I, I enjoy where I am now um, doing pre-construction and project management. It gives me both that keeps me up to date on each side so that I'm not, you know, everyone says, well, you don't know how, what it's like in my shoes. And so I feel like if I can continue this way and, um, you know, potentially move up and manage additional people underneath me, that might be the next goal. But mm -hmm. I, I enjoy the role that I'm in right now. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Liliana? Well, uh, obviously, I'd like to grow into a project management position um, just to yeah, check my skills and make sure everything is, um, you know, you, you need to feel the progress in your career so you don't feel um, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing because right. I'm not growing. Right. So yeah, definitely you want to grow uh, project management eventually 10 years probably. Uh, you know, directing mm -hmm. a whole project, my own, uh, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I think we all need that that growth. Yes, right? absolutely. Uh, Jamaica. So for me, I think my plan is a little more pointed because I'm an apprentice. So right. I, you know, right. I want to move up and, and go somewhere. My uh, goal is still to become an electrician, and so I would qualify for that uh, around this time next year, like end of this year, hopefully, if I can able to, you know stay on the path that I set up. And my goal is still disaster relief. Mm -hmm. um, as one of Joe's witnesses, we do a lot of community service. So I don't think that's going anywhere. That's uh, so great. yeah, I really just, I, you know, get my, my license, get my degree. I'm like two or three semesters away from that degree in electrical systems, which mm -hmm. is not needed, but that's still my goal. So a lot of things I have pinned on my wall, but I think I'm going to get there. <laughs> Do you think you'll be a licensed electrician? You'll go for license? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'll qualify for my limited license. Um, I'll have the the amount of on-the-job training, July, and then I'll finish my degree around spring of next year. So by then I'll be able to go um, sit for the board exam. That's great. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of them are retiring too. So yeah. <laughs> you will always have a job. Um, okay, so our, our time together is almost up, but um, I don't want to end anything until we kind of go around the room and make sure that there's nothing that we've missed. So I'll just ask each of you, Liliana, I will start with you this time. Okay. Um, is there anything that we have missed that, you know, you, you wanted us to talk about and we haven't or anything else that you would like to, 
to say about your job or just anything in general about women in construction? Yes. So when you when you say women in construction, the first thing people or in general think is, okay, I'm going to be hard work, uh, heavy things, lifting, everything. That's not it. You got to lot of fields you can go on Mm -hmm. you could do management you could be out there just driving so just if you're if just look for what what's best for you um and you'll have fun you'll enjoy it Mm -hmm. so we we need to broaden that definition or at least we need to think about when we're talking about attracting more Mm -hmm. young women into construction we don't want them to just picture, you know, uh, somebody with a hammer and a tool belt. Right. I mean, we want them to picture, you know, the, the depth and breadth of what con- a construction career could mean. Correct. Okay. Good. Catherine. I think some advice I would give any someone coming into the industry is um, don't assume anything. Ask questions and don't be afraid to ask for what you deserve. Um, once you get into the industry, don't don't count yourself out just because you are a female. Doesn't mean you don't work twice as hard as other people, and that you deserve that management position. Um, and I've learned that if you don't ask or tell them that there's an issue, they're not going to know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, like my mom said, the worst thing you can get is a no. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Pretty much. That's right. <laughs> What's the worst thing that could happen? I tell my kids that all the time. What's the worst thing that can happen? Well, sometimes that that's <laughs> it is the worst thing. thing. <laughs> uh, Jamaica, what about you? Anything else that we you want to share today? I, I agree with both of these these young ladies. Um, take the you know take the opportunity to to stand out, and then take the opportunity to take opportunity is probably the thing that I would say. Um, there's an op- if there's something that you can try, and it's not going to push you back. Then fall forward and, mm-hmm. you know, just try it out. Like you said, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, trying something and realizing it's not going to work, mm-hmm. but at least now you have an aspect of experience. And that's the one thing that, you know, I can take a many million classes and I'll never have the experience. So as long as you can, you know, gain that right. and move forward. And, you know, yeah. Keep trying to, yeah. keep trying to bend that pipe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 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 <laughs> all right. Well, this has been a pleasure to talk with um, all three of you and you all bring different skills and uh, different experience, but I think that is very valuable for our listeners. And I think, you know, Sharon and I have, have learned a lot from this conversation as well. Just, you know, how do we talk about women in construction and what are the jobs out there that, that, um, that women can, can take advantage of. So thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, great talking to all of you. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. That'll wrap up this podcast series, and I kind of wish we had more time to talk with them. It's really been one of my favorites. So we want to extend our sincere thanks to Catherine, Liliana, and Jamaica for sharing their stories and their time with us. And of course, thank you, Betsy, for always bringing out the very best discussions. And thanks to Katie Friesman for production planning and communication for the series. We'll be back next quarter. So that you don't miss upcoming episodes of BuilderCast, you should subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
And if you aren't already a member of Carolina's AGC, we'd love to welcome you to the family. You can find out more at www.cagc.org forward slash YCAGC. Y'all stay safe and we'll see you next week.